How will I sit up in the nosebleeds? How will I stop until they know me? I want you all to listen closely Before I motherfucking proceed Yeah, when you're grinding on the road team And they're complacent with their road teams well, 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 look who found their old ass intro back. I thought I lost it all, but I found the files. I wish I found them yesterday before the watch along because we could have used that final bop for the watch along yesterday. But nonetheless, we got the podcast one. So let's let's just be happy about that. Of course, I am your host, Dylan, from the Last Week in Wrestling podcast, and I cannot do any of these amazing predictions, watch alongs, podcast episodes each and every week without my absolute amazing guest list, none other than Mr. Hart, Julia Hart's husband, himself. Wolf, how are you, buddy? Happy I'm Thursday. Right. We are about a day away, baby. That's right. About two days away, roughly, until world's end. I cannot wait to do it live and crazy right there at the Coliseum. But Wolf, how are you? What's going on? I'm all right. I'm all right. Uh, getting by, honestly. Uh, kind of dealing with a bit of trouble right now. Uh, so, yeah, that is, um, what is that? I, uh, lovely time, lovely time. Uh, well, we're going to turn that frown upside down, baby boy, as, of course, we got a returning guest, a man that now is... Like Batman, only found in the shadows of Gotham, none other than the Canadian heartthrob, Mr. Willie from Willie Does Wrestling. How are you, Willie? What's going on, buddy? Happy Thursday. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, Santa Claus was kind to your boy. Um, and now I get to give my predictions on a very questionable card for World's End. But a good question. Not a bad. Not a not a bad question. It's a pretty good card. Pretty good card, my guy. Pretty good card. Of course, one half of the best couples podcast out there on the market today. None other than Santa Claus himself, Asa from No Bones About Wrestling. How are you, buddy? Of course, we are missing Rob, Robin, uh, and everything here. K. Uh, K. Yes. Sorry. Jesus. Yep. I knew I said it wrong. K. Uh, tonight for he sure. This it. is very sad. But nonetheless, we are got one of you. So I'm happy about that. And I have, you, buddy? I have her picks. Good. Good. Yes. Picks. All right. Good. How are you doing? How excited are you for World's End this Saturday right here on the best island of all islands, Long Island, New York? Doing well, uh, tired, but uh, I'm very excited for World's End. Uh, ready to find out who this devil is. You know, I've been ready for months to find out who this devil is. Um, and now Tony Khan, pretty much on his media call today, confirmed we're going to find out who the fuck the devil is on Saturday. So uh, I, I can't wait to find out who it is. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm very excited, nonetheless, for this amazing card this weekend of course it's going to be here on the best island of all islands where the best podcast of all podcasts comes out of each and every single week of course we're talking about long island 
New York Worlds. And it is the final pay-per-view for AEW to wrap up the year. This is definitely going to be one hell of a show. We have about 10 matches overall. A lot of questions. Hopefully, we get answers to maybe even some brand new champions. I cannot wait to see what is next for all of them. But, of course, we're not going to start with the best match of the night, which will be, of course, Samoa Joe versus MJF. But we'll get, we'll get, to, we'll get to my king a little bit later on in the show. Of course, we have that title match. We have the, of course, uh, blue versus gold team winners, uh, Eddie Kingston versus John Moxley for the Triple Crown. We have, of course, Wheeler Yuta versus Hook for the FTW Championship, a TBS Championship title against Julia Hart and Abaddon, singles women's title from Tony Storm, and, of course, Rio, a no disqualification from Christian Cage and Adam Copeland. Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee, Miro and Andrade El Idolo, which was added on last night, just like the Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee match, and none other than Big Bill, Ricky Starks, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Takoshne Takeshna. Kyle Fletcher was replaced today to, uh, to Takeshna instead, and of course they are facing the sex the sex gods, as they call themselves, Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara. Wait, why was? That was, yeah, Takeshna now is uh, in, Fletcher's out. Why? A lot of people were complaining, I guess, that Takeshna wasn't on the card, so. No reason. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no reason and then Sting given. and Darby Allen are going to finish internet out. Internet whining. Evening. What's up? I was just saying internet whining. Yeah, uh, yeah. The reason. That's weird. Yeah. Um, of course, nonetheless, we have... Uh, Sting and Darby Allen as well to round out that eight-man tag match. And then the buy-in for a 20-man battle royale. The winner gets TNT title opportunity. Uh, Nikolai is saying that there's a lot of noise coming on. Uh, are you talking about the internet? Are you talking about us? Let me know because then I gotta, I got to fix something. But as yeah, I don't hear we, anything. Yeah, I don't hear anything either. I don't know. Does somebody want to? Uh, I heard Wolf's typing. That's the only thing I've been hearing. Yeah, I hear Wolf's typing. Sorry. Why did I? Um, saying there's a lot of noise happening. I don't know if it's us on your live stream. Yeah, I think it might just be Wolf's typing. Might be just I my typing. I am uh, dealing with possible crisis regarding my Discord account. Okay. Well, if you need to, if you need to go off for a little bit, no, no, no. Uh, as far as I know, no, I can still do things. I'm just okay. All right. Yeah, let's try to let's try to keep that noise down to a minimum. Then, all right. We want uh, we want these fans to be able to hear us as we <clears> as we talk about, of course, tonight's card. But this is going to be the last predictions of 2023 tonight. Uh, I'm very sad to say that, but I'm very excited to see what 2024 has to bring on the horizon. Nonetheless, uh, because we have definitely a very exciting 2024 on the way. Um, we have a lot to talk about tonight. We have a lot of answers. Hopefully we will get from World's End and maybe a little less questions about what is happening 
at World's End. Of course, the biggest one of them all being the devil um, from today's media call that I haven't fully finished listening to, but I've heard, heard a good amount of it as we speak. Uh, it seems like we're getting the devil reveal at World's End. It seems to be that way. It also seems to be that Samoa Joe is a part of that in some way or another, but we're going to talk about that a little bit later on when we get closer to that MJF match because I know all of us have a different opinions on who the devil could be, why he could be this person, etc., etc. So let's start getting right into the match card itself. Let's go into the zero-hour stuff, and of course, we'll start off with the FTW rules match for none other than Hook versus Wheeler Yuta. Wheeler Yuta being a pure champion and Hook being the FTW champion. Two champions going at one another for now. The FTW championship, which Hook holds. Asa, I want to go with you first. And Cage Choices, what do you have to say for this? And who do you believe is coming out on top for this one? I think uh, I think it's gonna be a good match. I think Wheeler Yuta uh, challenging Hook to an FTW rules match. I think he's gonna be a bit out of his uh, territory, and I think Hook is going to retain the title. And uh, K picked the same. I think Hook is gonna take him down. Um, I don't think uh, Yuta has quite the quite the array of holds that Hook does. And I think Hook will end up choking him out and retaining the belt. Yeah, I, I think the same too. Uh, I think that's a, I think that's a good safe choice. Willie, how about you, buddy? Do we have Hook? Do we have Willie Yuta? What are we thinking? Uh, I'm, I'm clearly going Hook here. Um, especially since it's an FTW rules match that's made for Hook. And especially since Willie Yuta is already the, Ring of Honor champion, as far as my knowledge is, it could be someone else, but might be Wheeler Yuta. Uh, I think Hook is winning this hands down. Okay, Wolf, my man, it's your turn. Uh, yeah, mostly just because of mostly just because of uh, Yuta having the Ring of Honor pure championship. I think uh, Hook will retain. Hook will retain as well. Yeah, I feel like it's a safe bet for sure to have Hook be the one to retain this title come Saturday. Um, what If it is you, what does this really mean? And I, I kind of want to hear everyone's opinion on this. And we'll start with you, Asa. What do we think this FTW championship's going to do for somebody like Yuta if he were to win it, uh, you know, being really more a part of Ring of Honor, not really so much being a part of AEW's main two shows as of lately, do we feel like maybe him going over back to Ring of Honor with the possible FTW belt makes that FTW belt, like, conjoined with something like the Pure? Or do they maybe just eliminate this belt overall if it is someone like Yuta winning this uh, this match here? No, you can't make it conjoined with the Pure just because the Pure has its own unique set of rules. Mm -hmm. um, 
And the FTW belt, you know, pretty much denotes that you're a badass. If you have that, you're a badass. I mean, just look back over who's had it. You know, Taz, Sabu, uh, Powerhouse Hobbs has had it. Uh, Hook has had it. I mean, these are names. I mean, all these guys are legit badasses, the people who have held it. Um, Jack so, Perry. <laughs> well, you know, the exception that proves the rule. Um so uh the exception that proves the rule. Yeah. Um and and uh and I think Hook is Hook is uh he's pretty badass. You know, he's smaller, but he's a badass. And I don't think Wheeler Yuta fits that fits that bill. But but back to your question. Um you don't I don't think see them. you don't think Yuta fits that bill? I don't. Oh, and, 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 the man works at Target and, and he wrestles on the weekends. The guy it's a that's a bad status right there, man. He really does look like he works at Target. But uh Dude, every time I go to a Target, I'm looking for Yuta. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. on the hunt for my boy Wheeler. Absolutely. But yeah, I just with like I said, with the pure rules, you, there's just you can't really put another belt with it because of the of the pure rules are so unique. Yeah, no, I think that's a good point. Absolutely, Willie. I want to hear your take as well. Pretty much like what Ace has said, you know, the Pure's lineage <coughs> has a whole different rule set. You know, it has a whole different, really, way of being a Pure champion. The, the ring appearance even itself feels different when you're wrestling for a Pure opportunity. You know, there's three judges, there's a scorecard, there's limitations to rope breaks, there's a lot of different, more authentic realism of wrestling when it comes to something like a pure championship. So would the FTW belt do good in something like a Ring of Honor when you have belts like that already in your back category? No, no. Keep keep that belt. Keep those belts away. Um, even if Wheeler Yuta does fit the build for uh, FTW, that that that's meant for a different breed and an existing champion shouldn't hold something like an FTW belt. Like that belt's meant for like 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 Ace said, more badass, more like deathmatch-ish guys. Um big men. Uh like I, I don't want to see the pure champion be an FTW champion as well, because that also does kind of diminish the FTW belt in a way. Because now it's just on his shoulder as a shoulder decoration. It it means nothing. So that's a good point. That's yeah, good no. Point. You just keep that just keep that keep those belts away. Okay. I like that. I like that answer. Wolf, question to you now, buddy. Do you also believe that uh this belt, if it were to go to someone like Yuta, that it could be maybe something of a distinguished type of prestige lineage going down the road, or do you think like everyone else is, Yuta isn't a badass. You know, he's a check clerk at Target. There's no way that he could be a badass at the um, same time like that. I I think I do kind of see Yuta as a badass, but like not really in that, not in the regard that he needs the FTW title. Um, I don't know. I I. I could see him possibly having 
the FTW title, but like not at this point in time, not now, uh, especially not at, since he has the Ring of Honor Pure Championship. Uh, so what's so I don't know. I think it's whenever. Um, I don't really know, but I don't see the need for him to have the FTW title. That's fair. I like that. Um, all righty. Well, then let's move on. We're gonna we're gonna have a little fun with this next one here. Since there's four of us, five apiece, we could kind of let's say fantasy book this twenty man battle royale. Everyone's <laughs> gonna go around and give their five. We'll start with you, Wolf. Who do you believe five only is going to be a part of this battle royale? And then we'll go around one more time to get a winner for this pa this possible TNT opportunity in the near future. So, Wolf, give me your starting five of who could be in this battle royale. Uh, I'm kind of going with, like, easy, like, options that would probably make it. Um, Christopher Daniels, Matt Seidel, um, Dustin Rhodes, uh, I'm gonna say Jay Lethal, and where is he? Sorry, I'm looking through the roster page. Um, Just as a reminder, because I'm writing these down, you've said Christopher Daniels might side out, um, Dustin Rhodes, and Jay Lethal. Yeah. Uh, fuck it. Uh, let's give it to... Come on, let's get a good name in there. Sorry. Jesus, come on. Um, Brody King. Sorry. Brody Ooh. King. Okay. So, uh, Willie, you want to read off that five real quick for me? Okay, so Wolf's five was Christopher Daniels, Matt Seidel, mm -hmm. Dustin Rhodes, Jay Lethal, and Brody King. Woo! Goddamn. What a, what a starting five unit right there that Wolf's packing. It's a my guy, very good my five. guy. <laughs> pretty good five. It's pretty good five. Willie, what do we got? I gotta all go right, fucking so... last. Uh, you want to go first? You want to go next? You want to go next? No, no, go ahead. All right, all right. All right. Well, then you'll be all right. Then you're gonna calm down a little bit. All right. No, no. Okay, then then I'll then I'll go next. Uh, my first one's gonna be Matt Hardy. Um, Hardy. Matt Hardy. Um, and then Dan Housen. Um, oh, fuck, Andrade's already wrestling. Uh, give me Roosh. Um, that's three so far. Give me, mm. Ooh, that's a good pick. Melinda might help you out on that one. Ethan Page. Uh, give me Scorpio Sky. Okay, fuck, I guess, uh, fuck that choice. Uh, <laughs> I don't like Ethan Page. 
I don't like Ethan oh, Page. Oh, here's someone that Wolf didn't say. My last pick, give me Jeff Jarrett. Jeffy Jarrett. Double Jeffy game. Jarrett. Okay. Oh. My man, Asa, who do you got? Who's your five? Because this will make it 15, and then I will give my five. Uh, Elijo Del Vikingo. Ooh. Ooh. That's yes. a good one. Say uh, Roderick Strong. Okay, Roddy. Well, that'd be really dope to see Roddy Strong live. Uh, Penta, El Zipro, Miedo. All right. Okay. Uh, Commander. Ooh, I like it. All, I like it. All the Lucha guys in there. Yeah. Um, how many is that? Four. Uh, was that four? Yeah, I think that was four. Four. And um, let's say um, the guy, the the Ring of Honor Television Champion, who got kicked out of his match. What's what's Kyle his Fletcher? Kyle Fletcher. Kyle Fletcher. All right, all right. So that's fifteen. That's a good so now one. It's, now, now it's my yes. turn to go. So we're gonna go, Daddy Magic. All right, we got it. Listen, we got to throw jobbers in there. Clearly, we got a lot of all stars. Yeah. We got a lot of all stars that you know are gonna last a while. So let's get some jobbers in there. Let's get. Unfortunately, Daddy Magic. Uh, did someone say Daniel Garcia already? No. Nope. Daniel Garcia. Let's get in. See, Melinda, that's a good pick, but I don't know because there's a possibility Buddy Matthews could be wrestling in a tag match. Yeah, he might be with Malachi against FTR. Somebody's got to take one of Melinda's picks. Jeez. I'll go Ethan Page. I'll, I'll, I'll do Ethan Page. I think that's a good one. Okay. I'll do Ethan well, Page. Well, technically, he, he already he, said Daniel Garcia. He had, a, he, had a really good, he had a good final battle match against Tony Nese. Um. Two more, two more, two more. So you got, yeah, three. You got three right now. Yeah, I'm at three. Um, oh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Fuck. Um, mm, oh, shit, this is where it gets hard. Okay. Um, I, I, I know a, I know a bunch in my head that I'm like trying to Mark Briscoe. Mark Briscoe. Oh. Marky Mark. And did someone say Jay Lethal? I feel like someone said Jay Lethal. Yeah, Wolf said Jay Lethal. Wolf, Wolf said Lethal. Okay, okay. Tony Nice could be in it. Yeah, yeah. He could be. Yeah, Tony. Uh, I, I, so I don't, I don't know if they're gonna do Ethan and Tony in the same thing. I feel like because Ethan's already Ring of Honor, and in his recent interview, he stated that he's Ring of Honor and he's happy at Ring of Honor. I don't, I don't, I don't think they're gonna push him to be on that. But oh, I got a bunch. Of um, <laughs> what'd you say? You just got another one? Yeah, I have a bunch in my head. Yeah, well then, fucking Asa picked all the goddamn luchadors. So that was yeah, like he picked all the luchadors. There's a bunch that might be injured that I'm thinking in my head. But 
Action Andretti. There you go. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That's Action a good Andretti. one. Andretti. Action Andretti. Yeah, Penta. Penta. We already said Melinda. So yeah, I think I think that list overall is probably a list. is a pretty good list for a twenty man battle royale. Now let me ask you guys this question: Should we ever do a battle royale for the women for the TBS belt? No, there might not be enough oh. women to do a twenty woman. I mean, they're no. only it's only a thirty three percent women. Yeah, no. No. Wow, no. really? They'll no? just give any no. woman a random title match anyway. Well, I mean, yeah, but like now at least I'll get, get out about a world for it. No, because oh. I I like I was saying this the other day. I like women's wrestling, but some of the worst wrestling that I've ever seen has been women's battle royals. So I say no. Can't you get know. them over the top yeah, rope. Yeah, Imagine yeah, with Zelina Vega. Yeah, imagine if just, Zelina Vega was, was in a battle royal. You you can't get her over. Well, the she top. will be on uh, Royal Rumble Day. Yeah, like 20, oh, yeah, 30, yeah, okay. 20, 30 minutes of of pointless punching and kicking. It just doesn't come off well. It doesn't play well, and they and the women just can't do as many like filler moves on each other as the guys can. Seemingly, it just it doesn't play as well to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that. I'll I'll take that. I'll take that as an answer. But let's uh let's now get into the main card itself. Wolf, uh, can uh can I unmute you now? Are you good to go? You good? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. Okay. Um. Wait, all right. We're not taking the winners of the battle. Yeah. We, we didn't. Oh wait. Duh. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Uh, Wolf. We'll start with you then. Who do you have out of that list? Possibly being the new, uh, getting the opportunity for, of course, the TNT title. Um, Garcia, why not? Okay, Garcia, we'll go. No, Garcia. Okay. You know that's that's kind of who I keyed in on too. Um, but to make things different, I'm going to say Roderick Strong. Roddy Roddy. That's sick. Willy Will. Um, yeah, this is a very good list. Um, out of all these people and to be different, uh, I'm going to say Mark Briscoe. Oh, you picked my fucking answer. <laughs> God damn you. All right, I'm going to go. Shit, yeah, you picked my answer. Uh be different. Did we say Brody King? Uh, no one yeah. said Brody King. What, didn't they? I'll go Brody then. I'll go Brody. I'll go Brody on that one then. I mean, you know, well, I, I said Brody King. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I would prefer Garcia. I'd prefer Mark. You know, Bandito would be cool. Penta would be cool. Um. There's definitely a lot of opportunity for these guys with that, but right now I think the best the best choice would be maybe someone like Mark or Garcia. Again, if we get someone like Brody King doing it, that's fine as well. But nonetheless, um, we'll see. Saturday, we only got about a day away. We're a day away 
Come tomorrow, we're only hours away. My God, my God, my God. I'm so excited. I'm literally staying up all night Friday. I don't even think I'm going to get any sleep. I'm just going to be so excited that I'm not going to get no sleep. But nonetheless, now let's get into the main card of the show. And again, just like Full Gear, we're getting two women's matches on the main card for titles. This is something that we talked about, of course, in our last predictions podcast for Full Gear about how we were very excited to see not one, but two main women main carded on a pay-per-view and now in a title opportunity. And they are repeating that as well in this one, the final one right here in Long Island in Nassau Coliseum at World's End, which also, in my opinion, maybe, and I know Ace and I were talking about this today, uh, earlier today, that this might be something that continues to happen. Uh, you know, we we see it already happening not once, but now twice. And Ace had a very good take about how he's improving. Tony's improving with this women's division and, and starting to get more light on the women's division finally. And it seems like it's going in a more positive direction um, than where it's been in previous uh, past. And I think that's a good plus. You know, now, again, showcasing the women on a main card. Whether you're excited for some of them more than others is hearsay, but it's still a very good look for the women's division overall. So I'm very excited. So we'll start off with none other than Timeless Tony Storm with Luther versus Rio for the AEW Women's World Championship. Asa, we'll start with you. Who do you got? And is there a way Soraya will play into this match? We just saw her last night with Harley and that knife that she pulled out of nowhere. And I know there's been a lot of tension with Tony and her. Is there a possibility Soraya and Harley possibly cost Tony this opportunity against Rio to retain? Man, I really, I really hope they don't cost Tony the belt. Uh, <clears throat> Tony Storm, you know, to me, to me, she's one of the best acts that AEW has going, uh, both in the ring. Uh, you know, her work has been very good uh, before her title reign and since winning it from Sheeta. I think her defenses have been solid but also out of the ring, you know, she's been very funny. Um, you know, every skit has been funny. It's not just been one here, one there. Uh, I find the timeless Tony Storm character very funny and just, and, you know, being, you know, very dirty and very sexual, but at the same time being like a castaway from the 1920s and having Luther carry her around and, yeah, watch for the shoe and, you know, tits out and all that stuff. I, I, I find her very funny. Um, I hope they don't, uh, you know, shoot her dead right in the middle of this title reign. It's it's very early on. Um, so I'm picking Tony Storm. Uh, I hope they don't, yeah, I hope they don't just cut this title reign because uh, I think they have a good thing going and keep it going. Yeah, no, absolutely. Those are some really good points. I definitely think uh, it's possible. See, Chris is saying Rio wins by disqualification, which maybe plays into no. that factor of 
Soraya and Harley Race or Tony pulling out the shoe as a weapon and unfortunately getting caught, costing herself the match because of the shoe gimmick. Hopefully that's not the case. Willie, same question to you. Do, do we believe that Tony Storm could retain or will Soraya and Harley Race, Harley Race, Harley, Harley whatever Race. her name is, I, I I don't remember her name. Harley, Harley Cameron. Harley Cameron uh, possibly cost Tony Storm the match. Um. Yeah, like Asa said, I really hope not. Um. Not only because Tony Storm has had some very good character work in 2023, but also uh, the women's championship became more like the TNT championship this year. Hot potato, hot potato, and I don't like that. Keep it to one champion, please. Um, and Riho, you know, I love Riho, okay? But I don't think she's done jack shit to earn that belt again. Um, I think Tony is a good champion as of right now. And to keep it on her. And please, I don't want to see another outcast feud. Um, I'm going Tony Storm retains. Okay. I like that pick as well. Uh, Wolf. Uh, if you're uh, ready real quick, what are your yeah. thoughts on this Tony Storm Rio match? Is there a possibility Soraya um, play into effect? No, no, no. Uh, there's no reason to give Rio the belt. Um, while I personally am not um, entirely sold on the timeless thing, they're, they're like, why are we, why would we give it to? Uh, why would we give it to Riho? Like, no, uh, no. I think this is just a another uh simple defense to legitimize the reign. Uh, so no. Uh, Tony's gonna keep the belt. Yeah, I agree with you on that as well. I don't think we're going to see a change in in champion. But again, anything is possible. It is Long Island. New York's a dirty place to be. You know, there's a lot of a lot of a lot of trickery, a lot of thieves out here. So mm -hmm. you never know. That shoe might cost her that retaining championship by her own accord. Or Soraya does play into factor and costs her that match itself. But hopefully Tony wins. I've been enjoying the Tony Storm gimmick. I've been enjoying Timeless Tony Storm. She has been, as Asa has said, hilarious. I mean, her absolute character gimmick, her 1920 actress gone rogue uh, parlay, whatever you want to call it, it's just been really something to watch. The, the tits out shoe thing has been great, calling people a kumquats, uh, you know, like just... Words that I, you know, you haven't heard in a really long time be used in sentences. And of course, Luther just being the chauffeur to carry her around has been really, really something of a, uh, you know, a, a, a true gold, a gold mine. They really struck gold with this one for sure for Tony. And I think this is a perfect opportunity for Tony to continuously win in this women's category here. And, uh, prove that she is someone that is well quite timeless for sure to not really take the pun out of it but i I'm, i definitely will 
I will take the pun out of it. Timeless for sure. When Edelon K sure. uh K Fabulous also picked uh Tony Storm. I figured. I figured she picked Tony. I was like, I'd be really shocked if she was like, you know what? Rio. Let's just let's just yeah, throw the grenade in there and really light the fire. You know what I mean? Really get everyone talking. Uh no, I I I I think so too that uh this is gonna be something to definitely keep our eyes out for. And again, two women's matches on the main card. A great, great thing. And I kind of want to talk about that briefly before we go on to the next match of this 10-card match pay-per-view. Um, how are we feeling about this? Like, this is the second time around where women are on the main card instead of just one on zero hour, one on the main card. Uh, and they feel a lot more built they feel a lot more – there's a lot more sturdiness to their stories. There's a lot more uh, exciting things that could be happening for these characters as they continue going into 2024. Like, we'll start with you, Asa. How do you feel about now having two times the charm uh, women's matches on the main card? And do we feel like this is something that hopefully we'll see repeat itself for other pay-per-views like Revolution, Double or Nothing, and even Wrestle Dream or Forbidden Door going forward? Yeah, you know, I feel like it's great. It's something if you listen to our show, I'm always talking about it. You know, at two women's matches for show, give it to me. Um, you know, whether it's pay per view or whatever, I was because we always get one match per show traditionally from AEW, one women's match per show, and I've we've always been saying just two women's matches per show. It's not a lot to ask, um, and. Uh, I think it's great, but but like you were saying, the, the key thing to keep in mind is, you know, don't do two just to do two. You need to have good stories and good matches. You know, don't do two just so you can say, look, we did two women's matches. Um, and the, the one on this card that's a little questionable in the way of story is the uh, Tony Storm and Riho match. You know, there's almost no story. I mean, Tony Storm, uh, like, Riho just showed up one day, came after Tony Storm, you know, and that was it. There's not much of a story. Um, uh, there is more of a story, of course, with Julia Hart and Abaddon, but we'll talk about that, I'm sure, in, in a bit. Um, but, yeah, as long as they can keep up uh, with, with the storytelling and keep the match quality good, yeah, keep it at two women's matches for show and uh, and keep it going. And, you know, eventually, um, you know, maybe we could even get three women's matches for show if we get the quality up more. And once Mariah May makes her debut, we could really see some, some very high-quality women's wrestling in AEW. And uh, Tony Khan on his media call today said he's focusing on women's uh, free agents. Hopefully he's uh, telling the truth and uh, he's going to bring in some free agents and uh, we're going to see some, some revitalization in the, in the women's uh, ranks in 2024. Uh, I hope so. Uh, uh, he seems, like I say, he seems to be making progress and, and kind of changing his thinking about uh, booking the women so it's a it's a good start no definitely is it really is and exactly like you said asa like in that media call which i i highly recommend everybody after listening and watching us here 
um, tonight, go ahead and go over to Fightful and watch and listen to that media call about all the things that he touched upon besides the women's division, New Japan, some world end stuff, and a whole lot of more stuff going into 2024. But really focusing on that women's division right there, you know, yeah, I, I'm I'm excited to hear that he wants to sign new free agents for the women's division and maybe start getting a revitalization, like Asa said, to that division as a whole. So where we could see maybe even three matches on a pay-per-view, even three matches on a main show, or even four in total, two and two on both Collision and Dynamite each and every week, and having multiple stories in that women's division really start captivating a newer demographic and really building onto something that unfortunately in AEW is very last minute, last thought, not so much a main priority uh, for wrestling as a whole with AEW at least specifically, but you know, maybe 2024 and these last two pay-per-views are that turnaround. It is that moment where we're going to start seeing that beautiful turnaround and a revitalization for the women's division going forward because sometimes the women put on better matches than the men. I'll say it and I'll stand by that because it is true. Um, you know, you could go back to early 2000s, 2010s. You can go to any promotion and there's been matches where women have outshined. You can go to indie shows where sometimes the women outshine some of the bigger names of the card in that show. So, you know, don't let them stay down. Don't let them just be put on a card once in a blue moon or not given an opportunity to have a great story going forward because not for nothing, they could put on an amazing, amazing match. So hopefully we will see this coming on more and more. Willie, your final thoughts for this, and then we'll kind of go right into um, Wolf and then we'll go into the, the next match of the match of the card. Yeah, I feel like it's a big improvement of um, more women on the card. Uh, definitely more names to put on the card as well. Um, especially focusing on the TBS championship. I mean, that belt had little to no focus up until now. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not really complaining about it. Um, better than a bunch of filler matches and a bunch of pointless ass matches. Okay, have two women's matches on the card, both for titles. I'll be one happy camper. And uh, it seems like Tony Khan has been listening and knows that a lot of the AEW fan base are huge fans of women's wrestling. So he's got to pander to them and he's got to make everybody happy. And I think everyone's happy for it. No, absolutely. For sure. Wolf, your final thoughts on this women's division possibly being repeated going forward for 2024 and your take on how I... the division might get a nice turnaround. I don't know. I think, I mean, I think the women's division probably will uh, start kicking off properly in 2024, I think. Um, sorry, I'm, I kind of messed up with things. I don't know. Uh, I, so basically, I don't know, like, I did hear Tony Khan say, like, AEW is going to be, like, active in, like, free agency for the women's division, for, like, women free agency, so I don't know. Um, 
I definitely have hope for the women's division. Okay. I like that. I like that. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, we have a lot to talk about here going forward with none other than uh, this crazy, crazy card full of amazing, talented people. But for the women specifically, we hope for the best and we hope for definitely a big turnaround for 2024. But enough of all that. We're going to get back into the card itself. Let's talk about a match that many people are not so happy with the outcome of a certain winner for a certain team. And yes, we're talking about the gold team versus the blue team for the triple crown title. Um, you know, of course we've had this amazing G one classic that has given us some amazing moments, amazing matches from all of these great superstars on both teams. Unfortunately, there were losers that didn't get any points one being Garcia, one being Jay Lethal. Um, but we had an amazing triple threat. What's up? Garcia got three. He, he beat Brody King. Oh, no, yeah, he did on collision. He did beat Brody Yeah, King. Garcia got three and Briscoe yeah. got three. Yeah, yeah so only only Lethal was the only one with Garcia, zero. Oh, no, Le Lethal got nada. Yeah, Lethal got zero. Yeah, Lethal got zero. Lethal, lethal got zero. Um, yeah, so we're going to... Talk about how many people are upset that Moxley is going to be facing Eddie Kingston for the Triple Crown title because, of course, all of us were rooting for Swerve. We figured this was Swerve's push. This was that turnaround for uh, Swerve to finally get an opportunity at a title. I know a lot of us are hoping that one day he becomes a W champion, but maybe this was supposed to be his first pit stop. Some of us are very unhappy with the decision that they made with Moxley being the one. But in all honesty, we're gonna we're gonna go to Wolf first. Uh, what is your thoughts on the two men, Eddie and John, going one on one for this triple crown? And do you think they made the right choice in its entirety? I while I would have liked Swerve to have won the gold league. I now now seeing how it played out, I I am happy with it. Um, I th I think this is final. I think now finally Eddie is going to uh get his a big win. Uh, he's being Claudio. He's being Brian. And now I think what they're what Tony Khan's planning to do is give Eddie a win over Moxley finally. Um, uh, so. As you can probably tell, my pick for this match is Eddie Kingston. Uh, what? Because... It's not John Moxley? No. no, no, absolutely not. Wow. No. Moxley has wow. to. Moxley doesn't need it, and Moxley's already in an upcoming title match against William Ospreay and David Finley at, at Wrestle Kingdom. He's not going to have a belt on him. Like, no. Uh no, I think he's not gonna have three belts on him. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's not gonna have three belts on him. No, I I think I think Eddie should win not only because it's in New York, but because given everything, like the fact that like he's never had the opportunity to beat Moxley before, and he, Moxley doesn't lose anything by losing to Eddie. 
like Moxley's still like basically practically an AEW Hall of Famer. Uh, so like, I, I think I think Eddie needs this win more, especially since Eddie's been booked strongly since winning uh, the New Japan Strong Openweight Championship. He has had a few losses, but like they weren't really like devastating losses. Uh, I think Eddie deserves the win over Moxley here. Uh, so I do have Eddie winning. I like that. I like that. Asa, we'll go to you, buddy. Who do you got? And do you believe John Moxley was the perfect choice to be the finalist to go to Long Island to become possibly the Triple Crown champion? In a, in a way, yes, and in a, in a way, no. Um, in one way, yes, because this, this is like the most Japanese thing that AEW has ever done, and the two most uh, maybe associated uh, uh, with Japanese culture who are not Japanese are Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. Uh, so it may be suitable that they face off. Uh, but what I personally wanted and a lot of people wanted, uh, I personally wanted to see swerve in the final and face Brian Danielson and lose to Brian Danielson. So he could at least, we could at least have swerve beat John Mockley in the semifinal to get a boost in credibility and then go and have a killer match with Danielson to get another boost in credibility and then come back and get in the world title scene. And so not have the triple crown belt, and then Brian Danielson wins the triple crown belt. But of course, that's that's not happening. That's what I wanted to happen. Um, so what is happening? Uh, I think Eddie Kingston is going to win. This seems to be his story. Uh, I think he's going to win, uh, beating John Moxley for the first time in his career. They've fought in multiple promotions. Moxley has won every time. I think this is the time that Kingston wins and captures the first uh, triple crown in AEW. Okay. All right. I like that. I like that. Willie, what are your thoughts on the whole subject? Like, yeah, I'm kind of mad that John Moxley was the one who won the gold league, but story-wise it makes sense uh, with the whole uh, storyline with Eddie Kingston and John Moxley, how they were best friends and now they're enemies. And then, uh, they got to face off, especially now um, that I didn't even realize that John Moxley won every single time uh, he and Eddie faced off. So uh, it seems to make the most sense. It also makes sense uh, on a standpoint from the blood and guts match earlier. What was it? Blood and gut? Forbidden door earlier this year when they started feuding. Um, so it makes sense for that match to be the finals. I am a little bit mad that we have to have a new mid-card championship in AEW, as if we don't already have two. But, um, yeah, um, if I were to pick a winner, yeah, John Moxley's done too much. Like, he doesn't need it. Um, yeah, I'm going Eddie Kingston. A great culmination of his story. He agreed to put his two championships on the line, plus a third uh, for the winner of the tournament. Yeah, Eddie Kingston's got this one in the bag. Give Eddie that big moment and make him the star that he was always meant to be. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really great way to end that one as well. Um, if Eddie doesn't win. I will be so York, mad. Like I told everybody, I've been saying it for like a month now. I'll do so, the same thing with MJF. He don't win. That birth certificate. Burnt. That's it. Not a lot in New York ever, ever, ever again. What's going on? So, uh, K Fabulous picked John Moxley to win. <laughs> Pain. Wacky. She's not allowed at, revolu at, at re Revolution. Pain. Our ticket is being sold to the Olive Garden waiter or waitress <laughs> that serves no. us our breadsticks. No. Absolutely. Gone. Gone. No. Absolutely. Gone. How I, could she hurt me like this? You know what I mean? I feel personally attacked by Kay saying. I, I can understand why people think Exactly what Melinda said. If Eddie don't win, we riot. I think and Melinda, yeah. thinks if Moxley's Eddie on a roll. Well, Moxley has been booked too well a bit too much favoritism to moxley but yeah he's got a wrestle kingdom like banger match Yo. with finlay and osprey he doesn't need three belts i'm from moxley i'm from moxley i think kingston's gonna win but i'm cheering for moxley i see well that is if eddie what? loses if eddie what? loses if eddie loses and Moxley wins, and you two were sitting there with your little posters and your little Moxley blood, I love blood flags, and all that other nonsense. <laughs> Nobody's going to revolution except me. <laughs> no one's going to revolution except your boy. That's it. You guys can sit on your couch, and you can watch things last match front row seat on that beautiful TV. You ain't going to see him live. i tell you that right now. I, 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 I'll lose my mind. Like Melinda said, if Eddie loses, we riot. If Eddie and MJF lose, we burn the building down. All right? The nah, building I think, Ed, I think Eddie's going to go over here. I think, I, I think, I think it's Eddie's Eddie's winning. Thank you. I think there's I, it's Eddie's Eddie time. knows the stipulation. I talked to Tony this morning after his media call. Eddie don't win. Nassau Coliseum's going down, and Eddie's never allowed back in New York again. Ever, ever. Same with MJF. Same with MJF. But I got Eddie as well. I don't see Moxley needing it. Like, like Wolf said, he has a huge title opportunity against David Finley and Will Ospreay at, at Wrestle Kingdom next month. There's There's a lot more on the line for him with that than there is for being a triple crown champion now you know again this is eddie's home turf this is eddie's comeback story this is eddie's moment to really live up to the heroes that made him a professional wrestling superstar so being being the person to now hang in that monument in that monument with the rest of them the ones that have done that as well all of his new japan favorites and his Favorites in Ring of Honor, that's that's where he wants. And if that's all Eddie wants, then fine, give it to him. He deserves this. This this 
you know, in the beginning, I feel like, I feel like, you know, we all thought it was going to be Swerve. We had Danielson. Then we even said, you know, possibly Jay White. Then at one point it was Brody King because Brody King was looking so dominant. And, you know, we kept going back and forth. We really didn't know. Then it felt like more Swerve's time to shine. But then Moxley came out with that victory and then just came out with another one and another one and then beat Swerve and then pulled out this one from that triple thread. And, you know, Danielson just kept going and going and going and going. And Eddie just was falling apart and was just stumbling to get a win. But then he finally caught wind and, and got a huge comeback and did an amazing match last night. And, you know, I, I just hope that Tony books right because Nassau Coliseum will go on fire that night if Eddie mm. doesn't win, especially if Eddie and MJF don't win. I tell you that right now. Whose house? Eddie's house. That's what we're – new T-shirts coming out 2024 if Eddie wins. Eddie wins. We're saying whose house? It's Eddie's house. Absolutely. <laughs> great T-shirt. That's a great T-shirt. All right. Let's get into it. We, of course, have another one that has a lot of people talking about why has they waited so long this match? And, of course, we're talking about the man that swerves when he drives, Swerve Strickland, and the glorious one himself, Keith Lee, finally facing each other. That has been an eternity-long battle with, I don't know what to say. I don't even know where to start. But far, 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 far too late. Yeah. Uh, Keith Lee, Swerve Strickland. Uh you know, let's let's go around the let's go around the room. Wolf, who do you got? It all right. I all right. I'm going a little shooting here. Um no, no one gives a fuck about this match. Like, like the only people who care about this match are caring because of the wrestling. They're not caring about the story. No one gives a fuck about the story. Sean Rasab, I respect you, but let's be honest, you don't actually care about the story. Uh, it's just fun. It's just good, like wrestling matchup that it, it doesn't need a story behind it. It's just a matchup that's nice to have. At this rate, because the story is far too late. Um, no one actually cares about the story anymore. Uh, Keith Lee uh, is has is basically buried in AEW. There's and with the white hot momentum Swerve has, there's no reason, no reason for him to lose here. Um, it actually would be embarrassing if he lost here. Um, and it would just to try salvaging Keith Lee with who cannot be salvaged in this. Uh, no, Swerve has to win, and Keith Lee needs to leave AEW and go back to WWE because even Oof. if and, and even if it's an NXT, I, I if I was Keith Lee, I would rather be an NXT than AEW. Um. So yeah, I I think. Swerve has to win because there's no reason to give the win to Keith Lee. You've already ruined him. Mm. You already put him off for two, three months for no reason. And that was after he came back from the kayfabe injury. Right. Um, 
He was no, sitting and point. catering, doing nothing for two, three months. I'm like, no. Yeah, honestly. food testing. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. doing nothing. Yeah. Um, food testing. Swerf should win. Keith Lee should leave. I don't know when Keith Lee's contract ends, but if I was Tony Khan, don't offer Keith Lee a new contract. And even if Tony Khan offered a new contract, if I was Keith Lee, I would say don't take I would not take it. Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, no. Asa, what are your thoughts, buddy? This is garbage. Shouldn't be on the pay-per-view. Uh, I love Swerve Strickland, but Keith Lee is garbage. Uh, uh, Swerve Strickland is going to win. And uh, let's see. Kay Fabulous also says Swerve Strickland is going to win. That's all I have to say about it. That's fair. That's fair. Willie? Yeah, it's it's far too late. Uh, if this match happened a year ago, I'd be ecstatic. Um, I'd be super happy. Um, but, yeah, no, nothing happened after a year. And then Keith Lee comes out, hey, Swerve, I want to beat your ass. And, yay, pay-per-view. No, I, I don't no, I don't want to see it. Uh, it almost feels like a demotion. Like I saw a fan say, like, this is beneath Swerve Strickland now with all the matches that he had with Hangman, with Danielson, with, with Mox, all these people. And then now it's Keith Lee, who's basically the bonafide jobber in AEW. Like, why is this happening on a pay-per-view besides, hey, remember Swerve in our glory? I don't anymore. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go swerve. Um, very very uh, easy pick there. If Keith Lee wins, then that means it must be the start of a big push. But honestly, yeah, like Wolf says, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of over Keith Lee now. It's swerve's time. It needs to be. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it sucks because if they did this a month or two after the kayfabe injury. At a double or nothing, at an all in, all out, at a forbidden door, then I definitely would be a lot more hyped for this match. It'd be a lot more interesting. This would definitely would have been one of those other catalyst uh, moments for Swerve to be pushed forward like he's been. When Keith since... Lee had the white hair, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. He died, tried the wizard gimmick. Like it just, it just wasn't. It hasn't worked out. It's not working out. Clearly, there isn't creative for Keith. Clearly, there's nobody for Keith to work with. Clearly, they don't even want to try to give Keith an opportunity at Ring of Honor. So what's the point of staying around if you're just going to come out, do these weird promos that don't really have substance and call out challengers that don't really match any caliber of wrestling. I, mean, I enjoyed the final battle match. The match with Shane Taylor. That was nice. It was good. It was definitely good. But again, it's just it's like, no. how do you go from, how do you go from Ring of Honor title, a non-Ring of Honor title match with Samoa Joe on Dynamite, to then go to Shane Taylor Ring of Honor final battle, and now go to Swerve Strickland. Yeah, after, after, yeah. and then before that, you also have him 
and Dustin Rhodes in a tag team opportunity against the Gates of Agony. Now, I did find that tag team interesting. I yeah, I did like Keith Lee and Dustin Rhodes. So honestly, limitless. Yeah. Yeah, I I would put them back together actually, uh, just to maybe fill out that tag team division more. Um, Probably would be a better team than Ricky Starks and Big Bill as tag team champs, but um, I I don't think I don't know. I think that Keith Lee is kind of like they dropped the ball in Keith Lee. I don't know. Like it would have been better like if he came back when they were beating down Dustin, uh, the Mogul Embassy. I mean, uh, and then when the White Hair was beating down, uh, came back and took out Sawyer, but. They waited for a year after that, um, so yeah. Uh, there's like, there's no no need now. Like Keith Lee, like I yeah, I don't know how you jump. Like I I did enjoy the Shane Taylor and Keith Lee match, and there was technically some store backstory behind them both, but still, I I don't know. They were grasping at straws. They were grasping at straws. Yeah. Listen, I was excited for that match as well on Final Battle. And it definitely held my expectations. It held my interest. Yeah. But you jump around that much when you've already set yourself up for a really good story. I genuinely feel like Keith Lee would be better in WWE because... He he was better in WWE. He was better under Vince than Tony Khan. Like, and even in the main roster, he was going and like he was like fighting off Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, Roman Reigns. Uh, he was tagging with Drew McIntyre during the pandemic era against uh, Retribution, but still, they were like still like doing stuff with him like he didn't get like a huge push but he still was like a powerhouse that was nice to have it was refreshing it was something that they could use but like i don't know they just then vince just let him go and i was like why (laughs) yeah but then again now look at where we're at with everybody here we have, of course, missed opportunity after missed opportunity. We had a story that definitely was a lot more interesting than what Keith has done after that KFAB injury. And, you know, I think I think if if Keith loses here, it's time to pack it in. It's time to go. It, it's time. It's time to go somewhere else. Maybe the Indies for a little bit, kind of recraft yourself. Figure out your new your new path, and then you know see if Hunter or Sean is willing to give you an opportunity and start working with that new talent and and possibly go to back to that main roster and end end your career with WWE. It's not a bad look, you know. I mean, you could also go to NWA. You could go to Impact uh, or sorry TNA. Yeah. Now, but, you know, but. For what, you know, and and for how long? And it's just, I feel like it's the same question then, with with TNA or with NWA or even any of the indie promotions in general. So 
look, I hope the best for Keith Lee. Hopefully this match at least serves some type of proving ground and shows that he does have a great wrestling ability that we know Keith Lee has in store of him. But this definitely was a match that's been way overdue and it took way too long for us to be hooked back into this one. Honestly, out of all the matches here, I, I do agree with Asa. I think this was a waste of a pay-per-view spot. This should have been not main card. I would have gave this zero hour if you really wanted it to be on the pay-per-view that bad. Instead of doing this 20-man battle royale, you could have had the FTW belt and Swerve and Keith Lee and zero hour going into... The main well, they always do a battle royal in like zero hour. That's like almost in every zero hour, but not everyone, not everyone, but most of them. Like, all most. out had one, mm-hmm. um, double or nothing had a main card, yeah. Double or nothing always has one, all in never had one, all out never had one, all out had one. That was where Hangman won, Hangman okay, won so uh, for uh, the charity one, yeah. So, yeah. all out, double or nothing. That's it. Uh, Forbidden Door didn't have one. No one. Uh, Revolution, Revolution didn't have no, one. Revolution didn't. It's not on most. Okay. No. I thought of them. They, they turned didn't have one. from time to time. Yeah, uh, but the 20-man battle royale could have been on Rampage. Yeah, it could have. They, they did it on Rampage did Keith before. And I don't know why they... A, Maybe because they already planned out Rampage's card. And they're like, or maybe they, a big Rampage. debut. Maybe a debut will happen in the Battle Royal and we don't know about it. Yeah, that could be something. Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Fall we'll, Lee, we'll, man. We're going we're gonna to talk about possible debuts as well a little bit later. But let's continue yeah. on with this card. Let's go back to the women's division because this is the last of the championship women division matches that we do have on the card itself and it's none other than wolf's wife she's fighting again trying to defend her honor defend the house that wolf built and of course that tbs championship title as well my man wolf who are you picking because if you pick wrong i think you're sleeping outside that fight again get that woman at home it, it is Julia, of course. Uh, I am. Uh, I am happy that. Um, what's it called? That Tony Khan decided to have this feud, like Julia versus Abaddon. I think is a great feud, even if it's just a title feud. Um, I I definitely think this is great. I, I do see. Uh, potential synergy between Abaddon and Julia. I think this honestly could be very underrated. Uh, so I, I am excited about this match, but obviously Julia will retain. It is a first major defense. And I I don't know. I could see Julia having a somewhat short reign if they're going to push Thunder Rosa to be the next, like, long reign of uh the tbs title but i don't know um i don't know what they're planning with thunder rosa but i i don't know i could see sky blue thunder rosa both getting involved but i i really don't know um but uh, in the end julia is gonna retain i i am excited to see abaddon uh get a good showing because i think she will 
That's it. Awesome. I like that. I like that for sure. Um, of course, Asa, what are your thoughts? I know Julia Hart's probably one of your favorite women's uh, women champions uh, in a long time. So I know this is something that you're very excited for to say, uh, my guy, what, what are we thinking? She's not, but she's growing on me. <laughs> she's growing on me. She's improving, uh, which is good to see. And I pretty much agree with everything Wolf said. Right. Uh, this uh, they they do have some chemistry together, and uh, <laughs> we have a we have a very important comment that we're going to get to in a minute. They do have some chemistry together, and uh, it could lead to a kind of a, a sleeper, a pretty darn good match here. Right, uh, right. Julia Hart. The biggest thing that she has changed is she has become much more physical in her matches. It doesn't yeah. appear as though she's afraid to put on a hold, to execute a move, to take a bump uh, anymore. She she has embraced the physicality of wrestling. Uh, mm. Whereas six months ago, she shied away from it, and it made her matches kind of embarrassing to watch, honestly. Uh, yeah. But she's really embraced it now, and she's much better for it. Um, so I think this could be a, a pretty entertaining match. Um and and they both know some holes, so we could see some some technical wrestling uh, between these two women as well. And it could be a very surprising match here. Uh, I picked Julia Hart to retain, as Wolf said, pretty early in her reign. I don't see her dropping it. Uh, Kay Fabulous also picked Julia Hart to retain the TBS title. I like that. I like that. Let's go quickly to this question here from last week of wrestling podcast. Great guy. Great guy. Uh, Wolf, this is for you. There's two questions to this. How heavy is the belt? And uh, does Julia let you wear it at home? Uh, we all want to know. This is a question that's in on everyone's mind uh, for a very long time. Uh, can you? Do you have time to answer these two questions real quick? Does, uh, how heavy is no. How heavy? How how heavy is the belt? How about no? <laughs> All right, does Julia let you wear it? How about no? Oh, man, oh, man. Not a 50-50 not a relationship, I hear. Very sad. Something something counseling is going to have to definitely have to figure what's out. What's Julia's love language? Yeah, what's Julia's love language, Wolf? Is it, is it, is it uh, dark, dark lore? Dark is it, magic. Is it, reading, is, it dark, is it reading dark magic at night? Big hats. That's <laughs> it. Is it big hats? Is that what gets her going? <laughs> How's dinner in the House of Black? I think. Yeah. It's pretty are you scary. eating in candlelight, or do you, do you have light? Do you have light bulbs? If you say the wrong comment, you get a black. Whoa! Mask. What? Wait, is this real? Hold on. Yeah, Julia see. Hart's married to Lee Johnson. No, no, no! I found something. Um, oh, okay. All right, something well, hold on. new to World's End. All right. Well, hold um, on a second. We're gonna we'll, we'll pause that. Pause that thought. Okay. Stay at the edge of your chair. Willie, anyway. it's your turn. Okay. Julia Hart, Abaddon, who do you got? I'm going Julia Hart. It's obvious. Um, I think if Abaddon becomes a champion, she'll scare children. Um, but That's fair. No, That's fair. no I, 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 it's pretty early in Julia's reign. It's a good first defense. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, 
Yeah, Julia retains. That's all I gotta say. Uh-huh. All righty. Yeah, I I agree. Julia Hart definitely getting a big win here against Abaddon at Worlds and that. But what's really cool is like we're getting a two horror got girls really going at each other. And like uh, Asa was saying, starting to be very more exciting. Julia Hart with her new wrestling ability, she's definitely grown. On a lot of us, she's definitely grown on Wolf. I mean, he married her for Christ's sake. That's how much she's she's grown on him. But uh, <laughs> Lee Johnson in the dirt. Yeah, Lee Johnson. Uh, you know, he's just uh, he's you know he's yeah. like second husband. He's like when Wolf's doing these things, that's when Lee Johnson comes and just takes care of her. Because of you guys. Nonetheless, uh, yeah, I'm Julia Hart as well. I'm very excited to see some dark magic happen here on Long Island uh, between the two of them. And I hope Abaddon doesn't make me uh, poop my pants when she comes out uh, because <laughs> she is very scary. And, uh, you know, she, she does give me nightmares uh, for sure. Even just looking at anything that she posts on Twitter uh, definitely makes the boogeyman look like a clown. So definitely going Julia Hart on, uh, on this one. But nonetheless, let's continue on with this amazing, uh... amazing card. I, I do have an update for said card. Okay. Uh, so we got a new match, and we what got a match. A new match, yeah. An all-star eight-man tag with basically everyone else in the Continental Classic: Claudio Castagnoli, Brian Danielson, Mark Briscoe, and Daniel Garcia. Versus Brody King, Jay White, Jay Lethal, and Roosh. Damn. What? So that's so like in the a quarter of our fuck. picks for the Battle Royal is out. Okay. Yeah, so most of our participants. Most of our picks for the Battle Royale are gone. Are, are irrelevant. Daniel Garcia's out. Yeah, Mark Briscoe's Garcia's out. Gone. Brody King's gone. Brody King's out. Lethal's um, gone. Is out. Ruth, Ruth is out. out. Lethal's out. We didn't pick Danielson or Casanoli. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't um, pick either one of those. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is uh, crazy. That is crazy. That's a. We're sick gonna. Match, we'll get bro. to that. We'll get to that in a second because that's a lot to digest right there. Yep. Jesus Christ. Damn. That's eleven matches all together. Then Melinda. It's gonna be a great. Listen, Tom Khan. Gonna stay up till midnight. I don't give a shit if this lasts till 6 a.m. All right? We're going to party all night long in Long Island, New York, baby. All right? Tony knows how to do it. He denied me for the press pass. That's fine. That's fine. I'm not mad at it. I'm a little upset, but I'm not that mad at it. All right? I can can let it go next year. Uh, World's End, though, is really cooking to be... A card of cards. I am 100% staying up until the night turns day. Very excited. I'm so excited. I'm so happy that the next day I have off. Because if I had to go to work on a Sunday and I had to get home till like 3 in the morning and I start my day at 4.35, I just would have stayed up all night. I would have been like, "Mm, fuck it. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. All right. Well, let's continue on. We're going to get to that match in a second, but let's get to something else that was definitely an out-of-left-field call, just like the one we had just moments ago from my man, Wolf. 
Miro versus Andrade El Idaro. One-on-one, in action, world's end, unbelievable. Willie, we'll start with you, buddy boy. The Canadian heartthrob. What are we thinking and who's winning? Well, this match is going to be a banger. Um, I don't care what anybody says. Um, I don't care if it's out of left field or not. Um, I think I said uh, Miro because uh, I think Miro's just going to absolutely uh, embarrass CJ. And, uh, yeah, Miro basically say, hey, any client you have, I'm going to beat their fucking ass. But I think these two will have a back and forth. Um, but, yeah, no, I love me some Miro. And uh, I think it will be a great Miro day at World's End. That's it. I like that. I like that. My man, Asa, what are we thinking? Miro or Andrade El Idaro? I, I assume to get Miro in the ring, uh, to at least maybe begin begin a feud. Maybe this is the beginning of a feud. I don't know. I assume to get him in the ring, they, they told him he's going to win. So that's why I picked Miro. And... <laughs> And I think this match is going to be awesome. Uh, yeah. I can't wait to see it. Um, I mean, both these guys are great. Um, I'm very interested to see how they how they, you know, coalesce uh, uh, and and what we get out of it. I, I don't know what to expect really, uh, except a, I think a really good match, a really interesting match. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Wolf. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely think that this might potentially, this could possibly be the best match of the night. Get the fuck out of here. In terms of in-ring, I do agree. In-ring, this is, like, the only competition is Eddie versus Moxley, in my opinion. Um. Not Julia, not your wife and Abaddon? No. Uh, and uh, actually, no, there is also the TNT title match, which, which of course, those two always go crazy. But Miro and Andrade are both amazing. The, this is going to be possibly on a different level. Um, I, I think do that eight-man tag might get crazy. That eight-man yeah. tag is going to be insane. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's also gonna be crazy. Uh, yeah, I'm but sitting right now thinking I, about it. I definitely think Miro versus Andrade is going to be something that is going to take people like by surprise. It's going to be so good. Um, I think Miro needs this win because Miro really hasn't done anything big since coming back. Uh, like he's won at All Out against Powerhouse Hobbs, which. That, that's the only like big win. That's the only win he's gotten on like a bigger stage. I think a better opponent like Andrade would be amazing. However, I do think it's going to be through CJ Perry throwing in the towel for Andrade. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, I I think Miro's going to like. Basically, choke out, get in that submission lock, 
then on Andrade and CJ decides to throw in the towel uh, because Andrade is in agony before, right in front of her. So I, I think it would be interesting to see if CJ Perry threw in the towel. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I guess I'm going to be the odd man out here. I'm going to go Andrade. <laughs> I'm thinking Andrade's winning this one. I think Miro is going to be actually to counter argue your point too distracted by Lana at ringside that she, her presence is going to get too much into his head that he himself is going to cost himself the match and uh, give Andrade a huge win against Miro, which will set up definitely a feud going forward into 2024 that I'm very excited to see again because these two are definitely going to be a match to be talking about 100%. You know, we have a lot of other great matches on the card, but this is definitely going to be one that a lot of people are going to be talking about going forward after the show is all said and done. But let's get into that eight-man tag that you just announced. <laughs> Wolf, give it to me. What are the people again? Because, my God, it's yep. the blue and gold team going at each other. A, it's, well, it's actually a combination of them. It is eight. Uh, it is an eight-man tag, all-star tag for before. Uh, Claudio Castagnoli, Brian Danielson, Daniel Garcia, and Mark Briscoe versus Jay White, Jay Lethal, Roosh, and Brody King. Uh, this... This is a crazy match. Mm. How are we supposed to predict these? Yeah, Willie, guess um, what? You're up, buddy. You're yeah, the first now one I'm to up. talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna want to win. I'm gonna go Team Babyface. I'm gonna go Danielson, Casanoli, Garcia, and Briscoe. Briscoe. I can't even fucking remember the team. <laughs> Um, yeah, Garcia has a baby face now. After, yeah, Garcia is a baby face now. Um, yeah, if they're Brody, I'll fuck them up. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, I think that would be a good team to get a big dub, get a big moment. Uh, I think Lethal's taking the pin just because fuck you. Um, and, yeah, team baby face. Okay, team baby face. Melinda's hey, also going team baby face. Asa, what do you got for me, buddy? Team Babyface, Team Heels. Team Heels. Team Heels. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Why is that? Yeah. Just, uh, I don't know. Just uh, got a feeling. Wow. Who do you think is taking the um, Mark Briscoe. Ooh. Wow. Briscoe is going to take another Penske. Jesus, Jesus, Wolf. Uh, I, I, I definitely see more, uh, I guess, connection with Team Babyface. However, I am going to give Team Heal the win. Um, I think they kind of need it more. Like, all of them need, like, a, a dub. Like, Jay White has... The, there has not... Has been having a little issue with credibility right now um i think jay so honestly i would give jay white the pin uh, like he's the one pinning um 
Roosh, I think, also needs something. Jay, uh, I, I mean, no one really cares about Jay Lethal, but uh, Brody also would be, it would be nice. Overall, this match seems like rewarding their performances in the Continental Classic, so I don't think it really it really matters. Uh, That's true. That's a good point. So I I will give Team Heal the win, though. I'll have Jay White pin. Um, I'm going to go ballsy. I'm going to say Jay White pins Claudio. Oh. Whoa. No. Can I say something? I got I got Babyface. I got Danielson pinning White. <laughs> that is Fuck sick. Him. Now talk to me nice or don't talk to me at all. Not that, that's that's a that's that that's could set up for a one on one match. Jay White is not view. taking the pinfall in that match. No way. No. I don't know. We'll no see. way. No way. He lost I mean, for one legged man. It, the obvious answer is either lethal or Briscoe. But if you want to set something well, lethal up, lethal or Garcia, in my opinion. Or, yeah, or, Gar or Garcia yeah. could also be that as well. But if you want a good 2024, you have Danielson give Jay White a nice put a nice pushover as well, a new pushover for 2024. <laughs> what happens if Jay White's the one? Jay White ends up pinning Danielson, though. It still sets, sets up, up a really good feud. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's it still sets up a good feud. I mean, it matters more if Danielson gets the win first here yeah. because this is a big, big moment, and that would be the second big moment of Jay White losing on a pay per view back to back. So that's why it's it's a little bit more it's more interesting to see how Jay White's gonna come back from that. But if Jay White wins for his team. Yeah, I think it would be better for him to pin Claudio though that in that case, just so maybe it leads to BCC versus Bullet Club Gold and that's ultimately Danielson versus White. Yeah, that's not a bad feud either though. Yeah, yeah that's not a bad feud either. All right, now let's get to another tag team match that is Yay. also on this card. A none other than Big Bill, Ricky Starks, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Takeshita. Takeshita, as my boy MJF would say. Uh, versus La Sex Gods, Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, Sting! Where's Sting? Where's Sting? Where's Sting? Uh, and Darby <laughs> Allen in a 4v4 eight man tag. We're going to start with you, Wolf, on this one again. What are we thinking? Who do you got? I, and how excited I, are you? I definitely watch? think we're going to. Uh, I think Team Babyface is winning this one. Uh, the Sex Gods and Darby and Sting. And mostly because I think this will help lead into, and honestly, I could very well see Ricky taking the pin. Um, wow. Yeah. Who's pinning, Who's pinning him? Jericho. Uh, Jericho, yeah, probably Jericho. Um, the thing is, I think, because, like, 
I, I can see it because of the fact that um, it could also lead up to Los X-Gods going for the tag titles afterwards. Or maybe it could lead to a four-way tag team title match uh, later on, maybe for Revolution or something. But uh, I'm definitely, I'm personally happy that Guevara turned face again. Um, Same. I did not. I I wasn't too happy when he turned heel. I understood it. Like, of course, Guevara's good as a heel, but I don't know. I much prefer him as a babyface. Um, I, I understand the issue with just outright turning him back out of Don Callis' family, but, I mean, given the kayfabe reason with uh, Guevara being upset that Don never really talked to him when he was out. Uh, and then Don also just basically saying, fuck your baby. <laughs> yeah, fuck them kids, bro. Fuck them right. kids. He tried being Christian Gage, but failed. Yeah, uh, no, absolutely. So, yeah. I definitely okay. think this uh, should go to Team Babyface. I like that, Asa. What about you? Who do we given? What are we? Uh, what are we thinking here? Yeah, uh, Sting is undefeated in AEW, uh, and that counts tag team matches, multi multi band tag team matches. He's undefeated. I don't see that ending here. Uh, so Team Babyface, and and I see either either Sting or Darby Allen getting the pin on Big Bill. Ooh, I like that. Ooh. I like that. Willie, uh, Canadian heartthrob, what are we thinking? Uh, I am definitely going team babyface. Uh, I'm a little bit – well, then again, I didn't watch the show until I saw the clip of the segment, so I was very confused yeah. as, to, as to why um, Guevara turned face. Um, but, yeah, no, st- even without that, uh, Sting's retirement tour, they're not going to have him lose, uh, not by any means. So I'm going to say Team Babyface, and like Wolf said, I'm going to say Jericho pins Starks to set up Lissac. Scott's versus oh. Ricky. Okay, I like that. I like that. Lissac Scott's versus Ricky. Back. Yeah. K Fabulous also said Team Sting wins. Yeah, I'm going Stinger. Absolutely. There's no way they're going to have them lose at World's End and then lose at Revolution back to back. Like, that's just. I think he's going to lose his last match. I think he's going to lose against Darby at Revolution. Yeah. Yeah, I think it. I'll be honest. If it's Darby, yes. You know what? Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I agree. But what I could kind of see is them Sting and Darby versus Big Bill and Ricky Starks for the tag titles. Sting and Darby win the titles and ride off into the sunset. Yeah, but how if he if it's are they going to vacate it after Sting retires? Either vacate it or or Darby finds a new partner. One or the other. Ric Flair. Ric Flair, there you go. <laughs> Black liver and gold chains. The best birthday present Tony Khan ever gave somebody. Oh, man, oh, man. All right, 
Let's be respectful to Ric Flair. Listen, legend. He deserves An it. An absolute legend. Party animal. You know, styling, profiling since 69. Probably his favorite set of numbers. I love the man. I love the man. I think he's great. I do. I really do. But I think what's worse is that sick son of a bitch who tried to impersonate him in the Iron Claw movie. I just watched that clip this morning. Oh, Disgusting. Yeah. Terrible. Disgusting. Terrible. Absolute trash. Yeah. If I was on that writer's team and I watched that, I would have been like, just cancel the movie. Just cancel the whole fucking project. <laughs> Absolutely. I would have punched the director right in the Nancy. face. <laughs> would have pulled it to Phil Brooks right there. Yeah. I got, yeah, I would have went CM Punk on him for sure. That's 100%. The, that's the only bit of the movie I've seen. Um, Me too. That's the only clip it, I've ever seen of the movie. But hopefully the rest of it's better. It has to be, right? Yeah, I hope so. I really hope so. It's a it movie I'm, I'm, I'm dying to go see. I'm, I might go see it Monday um, over here by me because I I want to see it. It looks looks really good. Yeah, it does look really good. I've, I've heard a lot of good things. Yeah. Yeah, I heard a lot of good uh, reviews. I've never seen it yet. But the yeah, Rick Flair is atrocious. I mean, just awful. God awful. Wolf leaves us. At the last two matches of the night. He'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be back. But two matches that one is his guy. Adam Copeland mm -hmm. and the patriarchy family, the father lover, the grandfather lover himself, the uncle lover of all time, Christian goddamn Cage. And I tell you now, holy shit, because this is a no DQ AEW TNT championship match yeah. between Christian Cage and Adam Copeland. Big AB, what's going on, buddy? How are you? What, what do we got? In, what if they come into your area? What if they come like brawling into your area? Gonna, we're all the way on top. Oh, for real? You've yeah, died and gone to heaven. Top. I'm on top. But if they uh, show up next to me, third row, section 206, I'm going to kiss them both <laughs> on the mount. Oh. And say thank you for blessing me with your presence this close. The tickets were worth the money. And this was worth not getting that press pass. You know what I mean? Like that is a – that's a smooch right there. That's a smooch on both of them. Yeah. And I hope Nick Wayne's mom gets jealous. Big time jealous. <laughs> All right. But back to business now. Jesus. Uh, yeah, I, know, right? yeah, I didn't expect yeah. that. Expect that. That's an answer. Listen, you never expect anything that could be coming out of my mouth. Yeah, uh, you're going, you know, I'm going to the show. Yes, Big B. I'm going. I'm going to the show. I will be there live, live, styling a profile and dressed. As my king himself, and of course, 69 and with the rest of the scissor squad on the whole entire top row. Cannot wait. So excited. I can't wait to smell all the smelly ass fucking wrestling fans that don't know how to use soap and have never heard of the thing called water in their life. Deodorant. Yeah. Oh. Woo. At least Damn. act body spray. 
At least. At least. Ah, uh, deodorant. You got to have deodorant under under the pits. That's why I said at least. Yeah. Man, I, I tell you, I went to one show. I met these two gentlemen, great guys. Between their breath and the and the and their BO, my hairline just went went back here. <laughs> I went back here. I couldn't believe it. I felt like I was in a cartoon and I got a, a dynamite exploded in my face. And my hairline dynamite. my hairline went went all the way back here. Why do you think I wear hats? Because my hairline's still back here. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm waiting for it to regrow back to back to here. But nonetheless, let's get back. Let's get back to business. No disqualification match. AEW TNT Championship. Christian Cage, Adam Copeland. Gentlemen, Asa. We're gonna go with you first, my guy. What are we thinking? And who's winning? I think it's gonna be a hard fought contest. Yes. Uh, I think it will, it will definitely be a you know a contestant for match of the night. Um, I'm not sure what I expect to be match of the night, honestly. Um, I, I kind of honestly, I kind of expect it to be the the eight man tag with Sting in it, honestly. Uh, what did I miss? Oh, we're talking about your two guys, Christian Cage, Adam Copeland. Awesome. We're on the ASA. Don't speak. <laughs> Fuck you. But uh, so I I kind of expect that to be a match tonight. But anyways, so it um, uh, I was about to say Edge, Adam Copeland, and Christian is. A, we could call him Edge. It's okay. Um, safe space. I think it's gonna be a, a good match. I think it'll be a long match. You know, with the no DQ. And I see Adam Copeland coming out on top with the TNT title. Um, now, of course, Christian Cage is, I mean, it, on a great run as a heel right now. He's doing terrific work in the ring and out. So there is always the chance that they don't make the switch and just keep, you know, keep it going on. Yeah. Uh, but I, I feel, you know, you got Adam Copeland in your company. Go ahead, just give him a belt, and and let's see where we go from there. We can keep the feud going with Copeland with the belt, you know, and and maybe get get uh, Christian Cage uh, the belt back later if he needs it, you know. So I, I say I say Copeland and K Fabulous also predicted Adam Copeland. I like that, Willie. What are we thinking? Um, yeah, th this this hurts me personally because I I I do bow down. To the patriarch, Christian Cage. Ah, you simp! You it's, simp! I love Christian Cage. He is my I absolute. I, I, I pray to him every night. Um, but unfortunately, I'm gonna have to go Adam Copeland. Um, especially Ooh. since, especially Taking since it's like it. he he's never held a title in his second run, which I think is a crime. And yeah, Christian's a great heel, and he could be a great heel without the belt at this point. Now, Adam Copeland's there. Have him run with that belt. Have him defend it in banger ass dream matches, and Adam Copeland can elevate that title hugely. Mm. Adam Copeland for the win. 
Uh, Wolf, we don't care about your uh, choice. Anyway, uh, wow, that would actually be funny uh, if you actually did that. Uh, no, 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 Wolf, of course. Oh. Of course. I know you were salivating at the edge of your chair waiting for this match. Wow. You already got you nice and, nice and uh, moist for fucking Julia Hart. <laughs> and now you're fucking glowing right now. Oh. Right now about this one. My guy, of course, what? Do you have to say about? Of course, it goes to rated R superstar. Um, I I'm gonna go a little ballsy again. Um, I think that because of, of the fact that it's no DQ, there's obviously gonna get extra people involved. I think Luchasaurus turns on Christian Cage and costs him the TNT title. Wow, that's a good one. That's a good one. I think you mean kill switch. Yeah, kill, Wait, kill switch. No, I'm not calling him that. Kill switch. Not... Kill switch engage, baby. Kill switch engage. I'm not calling him that. He'll go back to being Luchasaurus anyway. Yeah, but right now he's kill switch. You gotta keep keeping. <laughs> I love that. I love that. All right, so listen, it's gonna be a banger. Oh, I don't yeah. think there's any. I don't think there's any doubt about this one here. Match no matter who night. you're picking, you're picking the right choice. Like Willie said, listen, it, it is a crime in some sense for Adam Cole, Adam Copeland, to not have a title right now on his second run. Edge has been an absolute staple in professional wrestling in more ways than none, including Christian Cage as well, or Christian, or Uncle Cage, or Daddy Cage, whatever we're calling him. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's truly, it, it, honestly, this is a hard one. This is a truly hard one to pick, you know. Um, but I'm going cage. I'm going cage retains. I'm going cage retains because I'll be honest. He has brought this TNT belt to such a level of respect that even if Adam Copeland has the belt, I don't think he'd ever be able to top that. Cage has truly, truly made this TNT belt a belt worth fighting for. This is a belt that, honestly, I, I only liked when Darby held. And now he has made me reinvest in this title because of Christian. The promos, the matches, the, the just the builds itself has been great. The fact that he told his own daughter... She had to be kicked out because she didn't have the right credentials. You have to be purely evil to your core to, to do some shit like that. I, Melinda, I'm sorry, but I am going Christian Cage retains. I am. Listen, I am so excited to see E and C fight each other one on one more than all of us in this fucking room right now, but it has to be Christian Cage. It has to be Christian Cage. He's done way too much of a great deed to that TNT belt that if Adam Copeland has it, he can't he can't come close to it. He can't come close to it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but it's going to be brutal. It's going to be bloody. It's going to be violent. These two are going to go at each other. 
I can't wait to see it. And also, you know, hopefully uh, Denny's allows, you know, uh, Nick Wayne's mom to take a day off and uh, is allowed to be there at the show. You know, that'll be that'll be nice to see Mother Nick Wayne's Wayne. mom. Be the Mother best Wayne, part of my weekend. You know? Yeah, listen, a great way to enjoy my weekend for sure. Uh, you know, so definitely excited. But I'm not that excited for that because you know why I'm excited, boys? What? God damn it, it's MJF, baby. It's time for the champion of champions. It's time for the final match of the whole entire evening. Samoa Joe, again, facing the greatest <laughs> AEW champion of all time. You talk to me nice. You don't talk to me at all. Extra smear on my cream cheese bagel on Saturday, or you're gonna kick out of New York. I tell you now, this is going to be a battle because if Samoa Joe wins, it does set up for a possibility of MJF going to WWE, which has been a big conversation, or he's just taking some time away to recover and rest and maybe come back, or Maybe this sets up something that we've never expected, which is the devil being unmasked. There's a lot to talk about here. This is probably going to take up a little bit of our time, but let's get into it. Willie, we'll start with you, buddy. Who's winning? And who's the devil? Ooh, okay. Um, who's winning? Yeah, I don't know because it really depends on if MJF is, re is re-signing or not i mean people are saying he already did so i'm just going to say that he already did so i'm saying mjf retains the AEW world championship against samoa joe and then afterwards the devil and the new AEW world tag team champions the masked men will attack um will attack mjf and it gets revealed to be i've said this for the past three pay-per-views now Adam Cole, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, and the Kingdom. The Kingdom will be the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, and they all beat the shit out of MJF to end off the night. Adam Cole holding that belt, setting up perfectly for Revolution. Mm. Mm. Wolf, talk to me nice or don't talk to me at all. What are we thinking? This this is... um. <laughs> This is a little bit of a uh, hurting. It's um, a hard one. It is a hard one. Dylan? Dylan? Talk to me oh, nice no. or you get put in the oh, lobby. Talk no. to me nice or you get put me. in the lobby. That's it. <laughs> talk to me nice you don't talk to me at all. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm no. so sorry. Wow. Samoa Joe wins wow. the AEW simply because MJF is injured. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. Uh, I think fair I think they because I think now that MJF's injured, I think they're gonna find. I think Tony Khan's probably gonna grant him time off, and I'm assuming that MJF already has is like dead set on re-signing with the AEW. Assuming, of course, he hasn't already. Um, I I think the plan is we're gonna give we're gonna have MJF work this day, and then 
have him drop the belt, have the devil and all the goons come out, attack him, um, and reveal it to be Adam Cole, um, as the devil. Uh, and just, like, sort of kind of let Joe go on his own, do his own thing, why, and then let, like, Adam Cole, the Kingdom, Roddy, and Kyle just wreak havoc. Um, and for, like, a month or two before Revolution, and then a, a little bit before Revolution comes, MJF comes back and goes after Adam, and then Adam and MJF go at it without the belt. Ooh. Um, I, I could see this not be not involving the belt at all while Joe defends the belt against other people. I don't know who, but swerve could be swerve, could be, um, I don't know which baby face has some audio, Brian. All right, well, we'll get to let's get to Asa. Asa, Kay, who do y'all have? Um, so this is what what I think may end up as match of the night just because of all the drama going on with it. Um, uh, and I think it'll it'll be a heck of a match, and we'll really see, you know, if it's a smoke and mirrors match, we'll really see how injured MJF is, you know. Will he be able to put on a real wrestling match for us? I don't know. Um, so, um, man, I keep going back and forth on on who I have. This is tough because this yeah, you got to pick one for tonight, just for tonight. Go a couple different ways. Um, I'm picking MJF to retain. That's my guy. That's why you're going to fucking revolution. You know what I'm talking about? That's why you're going to revolution. I'm picking MJF to retain. You know, I I don't I think the devil is going to turn on Samoa Joe. Uh somehow the devil and his minions will cost Samoa Joe the match. I don't think he wants Samoa Joe uh to have what he wants, being being the world title. Uh, I think he wants it to stay on MJF so he can take it from MJF. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Kay Fabulous also predicts that MJF keeps the title. And she gets to go back to Revolution. <laughs> and uh, both of us think that the devil is Adam Cole. And we think the minions, uh, like the main minions, are uh, the Kingdom, um, Roderick Strong, and Wardlow. Mm. That's a nice one. That's, That's a nice very one. good pick. All right. Now look here. Wolf fucking picked Raw. So he's a jabroni for life. All right. This I, very, I, I don't know. For a reason. We're going. Your channel your is injured. Listen. You want to put him in early king, retirement? My king is still wrestling. My king wrestled. So was Brian oh, Danielson, who retired before. He's Cyclops now. He's not Brian Danielson. He's Cyclops. Cyclops made it to the finals. Okay? I want to hear nothing. Finals, but... He's that guy in SpongeBob with all the bandages on that falls down. There you go. Oh, Brian is. 
Bryant's at World's End. True. Yeah, One eye and all. <laughs> He's at World's End. Okay. All right? We didn't know that until 20 minutes ago. We didn't know that until 20 minutes ago. <laughs> but that's besides the point. That's so besides bad. the point. But yes, Wolf is the Jabroni because he picked Raw. All right? So now that we've acknowledged that, MJF is fucking retained. Okay? I'll never pick against my guy. Let's be honest here. Until Adam Cole. But the devil is Jack Perry. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, Jack Perry. And the reason why I say it's Jack Perry, and I can't, if I'm right, if I'm right, and everybody here, everybody here in chat, everybody here watching later on and everything, listening in, uh, you know, later on on Spotify and Apple Pod and all the other podcasting services, if I'm right, listen, when I come through to your town near you, I want it. You know what I mean? I want it. I want the big parade. I want the sign. I want the whole thing. <laughs> I, I want I, the whole kit and caboodle. Because so here's, who, here's, who here's the, the reason why I'm then? saying it's Jungle Boy. The minions are Wardlow. I'm saying the righteous are involved. The kingdom are involved. Strong is involved. I'm saying Adam Cole is involved. I'm saying Jay White is involved. I'm saying um, the guns. The guns are involved. There's majority of the people. The, the it's like a big the, retribution. Majority of the people that MJF has fought, embarrassed, beat, or cheated are the minions that are all being told what to do for under one motive, which is the hatred of MJF. So the Dark Order, Sammy Guevara, not Darby all Allen. So Sammy's not because he's in a match. Adam Sammy's Cage. not. No, Sammy's not because he's in a match. Anyway, hey, hey, hey man. Hey, hey, I would say hey man instead of the guns because Ricky Starks, all those people. No, Ricky Starks <laughs> is already in a match. He's already doing well, his own. Yeah. But all the people as of this year that he is embarrassed or fought against or made fun of or whatever has finally come to senses and band together under one guy, which no one ever would have predicted it, being Jungle Boy. Now, if you think with me here for a moment, bear with me, it's a little bit of a rant, but Jungle Boy, after he died, right, came back as Dark Beethoven, the gimmick didn't hit. Clearly, the gimmick didn't hit. So we had, of course, him and the punk incident with Glass, all the people that are friends with MJF have been hit with what? Glass. Things to throw us off of it. Being hangman. Being hit with glass was probably premeditated. The fact that the height of the devil has never changed throughout all the different appearances as well. I also said the guns being the fact that he's a smaller guy. Jungle Boy is a smaller guy as well being that as it may, that Jungle Boy's new entrance is all dark and eerie. It's supposed to be. But I'm saying it's Jungle Boy because 2024 is going to be the year you're going to have to fight for that title back. Now, my thing is, I think Samoa Joe is the wrong choice to face MJF. It should be 
one of the minions that we don't know is an actual minion until he defeats MJF in Long Island. Lights go off. All the minions are circle, circle the ring, unmask themselves, and we see who all the minions are. The challenger sees the devil coming down the ramp. The devil opens his, has his hand out. The challenger goes to the devil and hands him the belt. And that's when we get the unveiling of Jungle Boy. I... Jack Perry is the world champion. Correct. Now, like Ted DiBiase. 2024, exactly. He's like going to go away. MJF's going to go away for a little bit because of his injury. When he comes back, it's double or nothing. Where it started for him, and it's it started for him for everything. Double or nothing was that moment for MJF. So now. He has to fight his way back to all of the minions to go back against Jungle Boy to get his title back. Wait, wait, and now whether or not he'll get it back, we don't know. But if he does, then we have all the possibilities of big, bigger matches like Swerve and Hangman and so on and so forth. But that's my, th so my, that's my take. I'm saying it's Jungle Boy. I'm confused because you said MJF's retaining and then you said... Well, yeah, I prefer him to the retain. challenger if, is. If, if my idea of Jungle Boy Jungle not Boy. being the actual guy, if, it, if in a perfect world I got to book this match, I would have MJF lose to the challenger that's a minion to the devil. Oh. But we wouldn't know that until the end of the match. Because when we had the unveiling of all the minions, including the devil we then would realize that the challenger is a minion. Oh, okay. I'll be honest. Um, Dylan, I'm, I'm going to ruin your parade again. Uh, you sit in my Cheerios every morning. So, like, <laughs> I I don't eat Cheerios anymore. You know what I mean? I, I if, really if Jungle hope, Boy is the guy. I really hope he's not. Because if he's not, this it's double storyline is garbage. Best. No, it's not because Jungle Boy now it has one of the biggest, the biggest opportunity to prove he could be a heel and a dominant figure in AEW. Because no he one believes in the guy. Can't. Nobody well, believes yeah, in the guy, I, and that's I don't think he works as a heel. He does. I, I you, if you does. give him the Dominic Mysterio Roman Reigns treatment, where he can lean on no. his fellow brethren. To learn to do better promos, keep him in the back, not on TV, in the ring at all like Roman. Have many segments to continuously deploy his minions to go across the AEW world and take out any other existing challengers to try to attempt to take what Jungle Boy has have. It's a perfect story. I don't agree. I think it's That's terrible. Fine. That's okay. Listen, it, I could be wrong. And I if would I'm rather wrong, wrong. just have actual Jungle Boy back, like junk babyface Jungle Boy back. No. I'd rather I want, I him want... go back to being babyface, and if he retains, go after Christian for the TNT title. Nah, that's already done. That's already yeah. done. 
Well, it's already it's a done. title feud. It wouldn't be. No, but like him and him and Christian are done. Like, there's no point in going back to that, especially I, with him being gone for so long. Or, or like, even if he would be a heel again, which I don't think he's good as a heel, honestly. But, um, join Christian. Oh, you could, yeah, join. Have him join Christian. That's what Aces said today too. I'd rather I like, no, see that, him be I don't, with I don't, I don't like that idea either. I love I, that. It, idea. it just, it doesn't, it doesn't make I'd sense. I'd rather to me see him be with Christian. Somebody w. else. I believe in him enough to be the guy to run the show. I do. I, I really, really do. I but again, it, it has to be done correctly. If he leans <clears throat> on his minions, who are trained better. In in-ring performance and Mike what if Jack Perry's in the battle royal? What if Jack? Perry's I mean, if Jack Perry's the debut, the return, great. Then it throws I, my my thing I, in the garbage. Unless that's just us being like, oh my god, Jack Perry's is, back, I, and then he's, I he's don't, been the devil. I don't time. think he's been great. Like, look, like with insight, of course, but I like. Easily, Jack Perry's kind of like the least talented of the four pillars. Like. Oof. Um, no, that goes to Sammy Guevara. No, not no, even. No, Sammy's no, no, improved. No, no. no, Guevara's improved enough. I think Guevara is definitely well. He's definitely not the worst anymore. But like, he wasn't the worst actually. I, like, I, Dylan always has to get the craziest takes. All right, always. Um, Jack Perry. Jack Perry's been a little rough. Like he he was slightly entertaining as. A baby face with the whole like crowd interaction and everything, but and I did like him, but like he wasn't like good wrestling, uh, wise. Um, so yeah, definitely, I don't, I, I really don't think there's it makes no sense for it to be Perry. Uh, and in fact, I don't think almost anyone would like it if Perry that's the point though. Because if everybody, well, well, hates no, the guy, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be like, like he just regular heel. He it would be like go away. He it would be like, go we away. Will, like especially after the punk shit. Would what ruin the devil storyline? Hold on a second. Let's hypothetically talk Perry. for a second. If it's Perry, if what I just said is true, if it is Perry, nobody's gonna give him a chance. Trash. Like, no, I'll give him a chance. I won't. I you will. won't give him a chance. No, no. I will. I will think the story is no. ruined, and I will. And if MJF keeps the belt, I will say MJF has to retain them. the belt. No questions asked. Because well, you picked Samoa Joe, so you can't why change. Why would we give anymore. it to Perry? Perry is easily out outclassed by MJF. No doubt. Yeah, no. But that's the point. It's like, a waste of a couple of months. Yeah, no, it's not. Like the thing is, it has no, to be Adam not. Cole because Adam so. Cole was the one that the like, consistent. Adam Cole, I don't think is fully ready to come back. So why well, the fuck could... would you have him be the devil if he can't even walk? Because it'd be a good enough explanation as to why it took so long for the reveal to even happen. And he could just still be like as the devil. He'll he doesn't the only have one to wrestle right away. Him. He could leave it to Kyle, Roddy, the Kingdom. And then once he's cleared, he can. It's a great way to be store to have a storyline in the. Well, then let me ask you all. Because Adam's the one that kept 
on insisting for MJF to get Joe's help. And now we find out Joe has been in cahoots with the devil the whole time. It makes only sense. Adam, Adam, Cole. Only Adam was the one that suggested Joe. Let me let me ask you all this question. The kingdom then. and Roddy were hanging out with Adam recently. Is Logan chosen and all that jazz so they could be the minions? And then Kyle O'Reilly comes back and then all that jazz. There's all your minions right there. The kingdom. Can oh, be I would rather have Kyle being the devil himself. Like it would be interesting to see that relationship between MJF, Adam, Kyle, the little love triangle. Uh, just like let me let me ask you all this this final question before we end we end the show here because we could probably talk about the devil for like three hours. (laughs) Is Samoa Joe the best opponent to possibly take away the triple B from MJF? No, by default, yes. No, you're saying yes, yes, you're saying no in terms of right now. In terms of right now, because Adam Cole, at least as we know of, is when Adam Cole comes back, he will be the best person to take. In in my opinion, I think I'm saying no just in general, but given the situation, the fact that MJF is injured, it's a good person to like lean it back if they want to take the belt off of this devil and MJF feud. like, they don't want the belt to be in that feud. Uh, Joe's, like, a fine champion to le- lean it on to. Like, it would be a great person, at least for a few months. Like, uh, maybe... vacated again. No, no, definitely not. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, it gives him some good challengers to, like, it would be a good matches to, and then ultimately maybe drop it to swerve at, like, all-in or something. I don't know. Uh, going by Byron's theory. Asa? Oh, yeah, I, I think Joe's, uh, if if they they have to drop it because he's injured, uh, I think Joe's a great pick. You know, like I said, he's a steady hand he's you know good in the ring good on the mic um but again i i i feel like the angle almost doesn't work if joe ends up with the belt um, yeah so i don't i don't i don't i don't really see that happening i don't see joe walking out with the belt because that really takes the focus away from from mjf and the devil if joe walks out there with a world title when he's just a guy who made a, a business deal with the devil one time, right. then, then it's like Joe is the ultimate. Uh, he ultimately prospered uh, when you know when the devil couldn't. You know, uh, so I, I just don't. I don't see that happening. I don't see Joe winning it tomorrow. Yeah, or, I, whenever it is. Saturday. Saturday. Saturday, Saturday. It's okay. It feels like it should be tomorrow. I wish it was tomorrow because I wouldn't be sleeping tonight. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think so. I think I think Joe doesn't need this. Joe's Ring of Honor title reign was mid. Uh, he's had good matches as Ring of Honor champion, but the fact that he had to relinquish it, uh, sorry, vacate it because he ran out of champions to fight or at least opponents to fight because he beat them all is very telling. 
And same with TNT. His title reign wasn't all that impressive. Um, and he was TNT champion. You know, not for nothing. Joe might be good. He might be good on the mic. He might be good in the ring. If the devil is supposed to be the champion, if the devil is supposed to be the guy that takes the op the biggest opportunity and biggest thing that MJF holds so close to his heart besides being a resident on Long Island, then, yeah, it doesn't make sense still because why would Joe take the belt unless he is the devil? Like, if Joe's not the devil, which Tony stated that on his media call today, what what is the point then of Joe winning to just be a transitional champion for the actual devil if it's, let's say, Adam Cole when Adam Cole is fully ready to go and healed. And it also goes to the same thing of why would Roderick or Kyle or anybody else be the one to dethrone MJF until Adam Cole comes back if Adam Cole is the devil? It wouldn't be to dethrone, it would be to challenge. Well, that's, well, what I'm saying is like if, if, if Samoa Joe wasn't the challenger, right? Yeah. Who are you actually putting there to face MJF? Whoever the fuck lost the Continental Classic. If it wasn't the eight-man tag. But then again, there would be no build. Yeah, no. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like this one, you know, Joe plays a lot into this story of the devil, it seems, or at least in some aspect. But him winning doesn't make sense to just be a transitional champion for the actual guy himself or any of his minions to take the belt away from Joe to be a transitional champion for the guy himself if the devil is the person that wants to be the champion of all. I mean, Adam, Adam Cole should just be the one to be facing him in the match. And winning, Swerve should have been in that in that opportunity chair. Hangman could have been in that opportunity chair. Um, you know, I feel like this one was kind of thrown together with a little bit of a connection that doesn't really make sense. Um, but Saturday's about a day away. So we'll see what, what the final outcome is for the whole entire show itself. I am very excited. I will be there, of course, like I've been saying, and will continue to probably say every day, today, including on Saturday, uh, and probably be talking about it all on Sunday during our, watch, uh, our live stream. But nonetheless, this has been the final predictions podcast of 2023. I cannot believe I am saying that. I can't believe we are actually doing this. It's absolutely crazy. Thank you to everybody that came on the stream itself. Melinda, Big AB, Wrestling Bros, Chris, let's go through the list. Santos, of course, the, the one of the funniest guys of all, the guy from last week of Wrestling Podcast, asking one of the, one of the most hard-hitting two-part questions of all time, which we'll, still won't give us an answer to, so... You know, Wolf, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to give us an answer to one of them. Uh, and of course, Nikolai nice. from the wrestler and the nerd himself. But thank you to everybody that came on. Thank you 
to all of you guys who always comes on each and every week to hang out each with your boy week. and talk about wrestling and listen to my crazy outtakes and throw away probably picks that don't make any sense. But in my head, they make sense because I'm crazy. So maybe that's why they make sense. Um, anybody want to... Uh, Melinda, I will actually be at the show, but I believe, Asa, are you doing a live stream for the show? Yeah, no bones about wrestling. We are doing a live stream on our YouTube channel, which is No Bones About Wrestling. Uh, it's starting at 6.45 on Saturday. Okay. I might join you guys. Wolf might be joining, might be joining. Willie, will you be joining uh, anybody? I'll join, uh, definitely. I might not be there immediately, but definitely for main card. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. You guys will all talk that out and figure it all out, of course. No, I will be at Nassau Coliseum since it's right in my backyard. MJF called me and said, you better be coming. I said, of course, <laughs> King. I saw you Monday. Thank you for that. And now, of course, I'm coming to the show of shows. Uh, but like I said to uh, – you know, MJF and to Eddie, you lose. Uh, you're not welcome back in New York, period. Mm. End of story. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, not that sorry. Uh, just win, damn it. You know what I mean? So what are you going to do? But anyway, thank you all. Thank you for all my questions. Yes, of course, about wrestling. Willie from Willie Does Wrestling and the Hart family's own Wolf Harris, my guy, Mr. Hart himself. My guy, I love this man. I love breaking his balls all the time when we do these shows. <laughs> so it's great. All, all right. right. You guys have an amazing night. Thank you guys so much. Let's get out of here, and we'll be here again tomorrow night for Rampage Watch Along right here on the channel on Last Week in Wrestling Podcast, and we shall see everybody tomorrow for that. And Sunday will be the New Year Eve party award show ceremony that we're all going to be a part of. All three of us, Kay will be joining us as well. We have some other guests coming in in video form, not actually on the show, but in video form, to say some words about what's going on with their channel and some other really cool things going on in 2024 with all of them. And, of course, some of the big announcements that I have to make on New Year's Eve when the ball drops and an and outro as well that will happen on that day so definitely make sure you tune in on that day it'll start at nine what did i say what what what, what time did i say eight o'clock nine o'clock you said eight last time yeah eight. all right so eight eight p.m eight p.m because it's gonna be a long show it's a lot of awards it's yeah. a lot of a lot and we'll, we'll probably wrap it up by one so um <laughs> yeah good get lord time. get ready oh yeah baby long night of nights so get ready, baby. We're going to have a grand old time. Uh, Wolf, you had something to say? Uh, yeah, Tuesday. Uh, the Basically, first Tuesday of the new year, uh, I will be hosting NXT New Year's Evil Watch Long. Uh, now that we basically got the whole card. Uh, nice. Don't yeah. care about the card right now. Don't give a shit about the card. This is AEW Day. Ouch. Don't ever... Don't. Don't you dare give me one match on that damn card at all because it's AW day. It's World's End day. It's not NXT day. I don't give a shit about trick. I don't give a shit about whooping no trick. I don't give a shit about none of that. All right. Booker T, what? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> I like Thank it. you. Thank you all. And we'll see you on the next one tomorrow night, 9.45 p.m. I'll then let Wolf talk about the NXT card then, uh, but not tonight. Uh, oh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see you then. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>